Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Okay, Merry Christmas, everyone. Come to the live shows December 27th. I'm at the Arts Quest at Steel Sacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I'm not hearing a hell of a lot of people chat about this show. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, a one night, one show, the 27th of December. Then I move on to the Howie Mandel Comedy Club uh, in, uh, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's in the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Uh, I'll be there January 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. It's a Monday through Thursday. Then I head down to Long Island, New York. Long Island, New York, my hometown of Ronkonkoma, Sunrise Highway at McGuire's at Governor's. I'll be performing McGuire's at Governor's Friday the 10th and Saturday the 11th. One show Friday, two Saturday. My hometown. Every comic I know says, oh, I sell out so fast in my hometown after ad shows. Well, I don't, but that's where I'll be. McGuire's at Governor's uh, the 10th and 11th of January. Then I go to Des Moines, Iowa, the funny bone in Des Moines. Very excited to be back. It's been a few years. I'll be there January 16th through the 18th. And then I go out to San Luis Obispo on January 25th and on and on and on and on. So um, that's it, everybody. Those are the live shows. And I'd love to see you there. You know how it goes. Come out, say hi, take pictures. We I do it all for free and we have fun and it's a great time. Thanks. See you there. You didn't really think I was going to miss the opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas, did you? Been a pretty good year, and I'm grateful to have my health back. And in light of that, I've made some changes in my life, and I'd like to invite you to join me. As we walk into 2020, I want to cast my vote for more good in this world. Ah, yes, I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. And it's not that hard, trust me. The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack, but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. Just Alex and I sitting in our Koreatown closet on Christmas Eve, giving you people at a Christmas episode because why not? We love you. And we decided that was going to be our gift to you. A Christmas episode starting it off with Mr. Kevin Spacey delivering his Christmas message the second year in a row, he delivers some weird Christmas message in, from, in front of a fireplace where he's playing. It seems to be playing the character of Frank Underwood, the character that he played in House of Cards on Netflix. He seems to be playing that character. I think he his, lives like that now. Yeah. And I don't know if he's campaigning to get 
the House of Cards back on or him back on House of Cards or 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 campaign to get Kevin Spacey himself back into the public eye. I don't understand what these are for. Uh, if it's his, it's his way. I'm saying I'm not guilty of the things I've been accused of, but you know, I, maybe he's cause the kid who did was suing him. I think we talked about this on the podcast. The kid who was bringing him up in court. I think it was somewhere in, uh, in the East coast, like Maine or somewhere. He was a kid worked at a bar and, and you know, his mother said that Kevin Spacey groped him or something like that. They wound up dropping the case completely. Just got it kind of nowhere. The case was dropped. So maybe there's something to that. Maybe pay Spacey paid him to drop. Who knows? But, and then the other stuff, I don't really know the other like Spacey. I know there was that one kid, the Anthony Rapp, the actor said that he carried him into a bedroom when he was like 14 out of some Broadway after party. But, but we all know he's not that strong. So <laughs> but the kid was 14. So he's probably like oh, okay. 45 pounds, you know, he probably handled that. Uh, but I, I don't. Like, I don't, Kevin's I don't, like he's about a hundred and twenty, soaking yeah, wet. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Yeah, so who knows? Anyway, these are these are just. It just goes to show that everybody is insane. Just like Kevin Spacey a few years ago, we were watching him. The whole world loved this guy. I mean, American Beauty and some of the. What was the one where he played the uh, Kaiser Soze? The usual. Oh, suspects. Usual Suspects. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he made some amazing movies. And every at seven, he was the you know crazy guy in that. Oh, and we all loved one. him. And then, you know, was the case oh, about uh, the um, the death penalty one, um, the life of David, uh, life of David Gale. What was it? Do you I know? don't know. Oh, it was fantastic. I forget uh, yeah, it, no, but, he's done some great yeah. work. So, so, you know, and, and then these accusations come out and we all decide it's we're not going to deal with him anymore. And, and that's the end of it. So now what does a guy like that do? He gets a friend. I, I don't know who comes over and films these things. He, he seems like he has a bit of a they seem to be professionally shot. Uh, although these days on a, you could shoot that professional stuff on an iPhone. So yeah. I don't know where it's, maybe it's, maybe it's one of his young lovers shooting this shit. I don't know. Anyway, that's Spacey's latest, uh, weird, uh, Christmas message as if people are waiting like, Oh, we haven't had our, we can't, oh. open, can't open the gifts yet. Children. We haven't gotten Kevin Spacey's Christmas message yet. So go ahead and feel free to open your gifts now, everyone, because Spacey just released his weird Christmas message and we gave it to you there. You had it. You know who got a, uh, we got a lot of Christmas gifts, Alex, and I would like to thank everyone. You're so wonderful for all your Christmas gifts. Thank you to, I'll shout out a couple of the people. Thank you to uh, Andy, Susan, Lauren, Asher, Senties, the Senties. Thank you to uh, all my friends down in San Diego. Um, Cynthia and Michael Keefe gave us a card, sent us. These people send these to us, Alex. Um, Kim Corbett gave us uh, gave us all sorts of fun stuff. Thank you, Kim Corbett. The Hoovers in Escalon, California. We got uh, here's a cute uh, family. Uh, every, everyone seems to Merry Christmas. You will. Oh, it's a Darth Vader. It's the Mead family. Steve, Charles, and Sam. Uh, here's another one. Oh, this woman says thank you for for uh, she's been stuck in the house with two kids and she loves the podcast. The Praters, Aaron, Alyssa, Georgette, and Winnie. The Praters. What wonderful people. We really appreciate all the cover-to-cover love. That's why we're doing this podcast for you. The uh, no, Those are actually real friends of mine. <laughs> I was going to read their card. I'm like, they'll be like, don't you fucking do that to me, please. I'm, hey. I love oh. that all these people have like classic last names. Like you call them the Praters. The Praters. You know? That's what it says on their card. And it's from my friend Jeff Cialetti. Sent us a book that he wrote. Jeff wrote a book called Drinking for Geeks. We got that. He sent to Alex. Got a bunch of fun stuff. People sent Alex candy and, and 
I got a loaf of bread, loaf of banana bread. Yes, and, thank and, you. Uh, books and and money. Some woman gave you ten dollars cash. Ten macaroons. Thank There's you. A lot of gift cards and uh, to all of you, thank you for all of it. Uh, I'll, I'll be shouting them out as we go throughout today's podcast because we don't have a hell of a lot to talk about. There's a guy who sent me a gift card. I don't want to make fun of him. We made fun of the, the lady who had the dead deer last week. Here's a guy. Uh, his name is uh, William, and it says Merry Christmas. A very sweet card from William. And it's just William and his cat, just the two of them. Uh, it's the Carters. He calls him and his cat the Carters. And he seems like a good guy. He's got a there beautiful he's a, red a hair. Good-looking guy. He's at his desk. Uh, Merry Christmas. And his car, his car, his uh, cat. His name is Neiman Marcus, which yeah. is a store that I believe is probably Chapter Eleven right now. But <laughs> oh. anyway, his cat's still going. We appreciate that from you guys. Thank you, Caught Will and uh, and Neiman Marcus. Uh, and then one guy sent us a picture of, uh, with Krampus on it. Remember that you ever, are you familiar with this? Oh, yes, I yeah, am. That's, uh, that's actually Jeff, a Cialetti. He, he, I love yeah, that card. The, the, the Krampus story is amazing to me. Uh, it's like the opposite of Santa. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. Krampus would, it was, it was St. Nicholas's dark servant, a hairy horned supernatural beast whose pointed ears and long slithering tongue gave misbehaviors the creeps, whereas St. Nicholas would come and give children gifts. If you were bet, Krampus would come and take you away from your parents. And there is a picture of Krampus taking some children in a sack nice. out of their house. I, uh, I've been working these gigs at Universal Studios. These like just day work. And uh -huh. they have this like huge Krampus statue that's like terrifying. It's terrifying, looking. Right? It's so it's like terrifying. Half goat, and it's half just hanging out at this family place. You really? Know? Yeah. They're, 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 oh, okay. they're leaning in. I didn't think they would do that over at Universal. Yeah, I didn't think that was a Krampus. Heavy place. You know what? Uh, you know who got a real big gift this year was uh, Stormy uh, Kardashian. Stormy Kardashian wound up. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. She was given a uh, dollhouse by Chris Kardashian. Stormy is is Kylie's daughter, uh, uh, and she was given a uh, a and the house. No no shit. I'm not kidding. Is it looks like a regular house. It's not a dollhouse. It's an actual real home. It's a home. That was that's <laughs> just a little smaller than probably the home she lives in. And it's in the backyard of whoever's house. And they showed the pictures from the outside. And then they showed some pictures from the inside. And I got to tell you, inside, a bit of a dump. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got kind of <laughs> shitty um, uh, major appliances. Doesn't have like, you know, the, the Viking uh, stove and and uh, and refrigerator it has like wooden shit refrigerator. So if I were if I were Stormy, I'd be like, I like the outside, but we got to gut this. I'd we call gotta... the property brothers and have them come over and gut the inside of that shit hall. Honestly, before long, that will be an actual TV show where people come over and they rebuild your rebuild children's playhouse, people's houses. Yeah, Army Hammer, Army Hammer. Sorry, Sophia Richie, Alessandra Ambrosia. And a host of other celebrities are being shamed, slammed as sellouts for attending a music festival in Saudi Arabia to promote the controversial kingdom. Models Elsa Hosks, Winnie Harlow, Joan Smalls, Irana Sheikh, and actors uh, Ryan Phillippe, Ed Westwick, and Scott Disick all, are all at this uh, music festival in Saudi Arabia. And uh, I guess they were paid to come. They were paid, some say, six figures to come, stay at the Ritz-Carlton in Riyadh. And basically, all sit there and talk about how wonderful Saudi Arabia is. Uh, there, some of them in their Instagram posts are wearing, you know, uh, they're wearing Saudi Arabian headdresses and you know things like that, and saying how wonderful Saudi Isn't Arabia that is. They're staying in the the uh, Ritz Carlton in Riyadh, where Mohammed bin Salman imprisoned over two hundred of his political opponents, including members of his own family, in two thousand seventeen. That's where they're staying. 
So critics are accusing the celebs of accepting up six-figure sums to gloss over the image of Saudi Arabia, ignoring the country's stance on women, LGBTQ2, and women's rights and activists. Uh, you know, so the, anyway, Saudi Arabia's got its issues. We all know that. But now the, the, the celebrities going over there going, it's amazing. It's you got to come bad. here. But I don't know. Now, if you're, if you're uh, some of these people, six figures to go over and party in Saudi Arabia, I, like I'll go. I don't. Do, I disagree with pretty much everything. I pretty much do it for four. Figures. Saudi Arabia does. <laughs> yeah. So if you want the if you want the two stars of the cover to cover podcast at next year's festival, you let us know. <laughs> Honestly, you pay for the flight. Uh, we'll be there for. Uh, we'll be there for five hundred bucks. You yeah. got five hundred bucks. We'll come and uh, and promote it on Instagram. Who do you have playing? Dude, uh, can I see one of the chambers uh, where you oh, kept people? Oh, thank you very much for coming to the party. You know, last year we had very lot of people. We had Army Hammer game. We had a lot of good people. But this year, you too, I guess, will be fine. Uh, you have nice rooms for you to stay in and, and then there'll be some music. And we got a mo- one or two models are here from, not real models, just, you know, those girls from Instagram who put their booty out there. And then you too. So, thank you for being here. And here's your $500. They, oh, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Do you say that here? I don't know what you people say. Anyway, is other women driving yet or no? Okay. What, what time do you guys throw the gays off the roof? What time do we do that? Is that, <laughs> is that a Christmas thing? Or you do that all year round. Oh, okay. And anyone disagrees with you politically? You just, when, when, do you, when do we cut their throats? Oh, all right. My father worked in Saudi Arabia for years, so I can make these jokes. Um, and then one time my, my uncle came over the house. My uncle's a very highly educated man, went to like Stanford university, has a, uh, has a, um, a master's degree in entomology. Ooh. And, uh, he, he, he was very fascinated by Saudi Arabia and it's, and it's culture. And he sits down with my father and he asks him, uh, so Gene, tell me a little bit about Saudi Arabia. My father's finishing up some cake or something. And he goes, uh, it's a God forsaken <laughs> desert. And that was it. <laughs> My uncle's like, that's it? And he's like, yeah, that's it. Like, like tell uh, me about the people. He's like, yeah, dirt. Give a fuck. Yeah. They're dirt? No, it's yeah. all dirt. The whole place. Yeah. So Godforsaken Desert. Uh, so that, there you go. That was my father's review of Saudi Arabia. I don't know if, if Army had a, Hammer had a different review, but my Who's father. Army Hammer? Army Hammer was the kid. We talked about him recently. Uh, we, <laughs> he was, remember we talked about the kid from uh, just Call Me By Your Name, the little twerp who was in Call Me By Your oh, Name. Oh, okay. What was his name? I, uh, uh, we talked about him being in Die Hard. We did a whole fake scenario where he he's like the, the um, what's what's the group of kids, uh, the millennial? He's like the millennial superhero, this kid, this, uh, but uh, Army Hammer. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, Shalame, yeah. Chalamet. So Army Hammer's the one who's fucking him in Call Me By Your Name, which is creepy enough if you ever saw that movie because they seem vastly different in ages. I don't think they are in real life, but in the movie, it seems like uh, Timothy Chalamet is like nine and the other kid's an adult, Army Hammer. But anyway, Army Hammer's a very handsome, good looking guy. He was in uh, the Facebook movie. He played the Winklevoss twins. Oh, okay. And yeah. then he was in a, a, a real bomb of a movie. He played Tonto in the, no, he played the Lone Ranger. You're Excuse never me. doing well. He played the Lone Ranger. Tonto. Tonto was Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny uh, Depp. Yeah, yeah. That's when Johnny Depp really started to go full Indian. And so that was, anyway, that's well, who Army Hammer is. Army Hammer is kind of a big star. Well, Saudi Arabia is given army money for a change. Usually it's just the army give. Okay. Uh, See, that, I did this, it. I'm that's sorry. what you got on the Christmas episode. You know, <laughs> Alex sorry. is not, he's got to work this entire weekend. He's like most of you guys are home having a nice time. You're out there on 
Christmas Eve uh, or Christmas Day, enjoying family and friends. Alex is fucking working both Christmas Eve, which we're filming today, this is Christmas Eve, and then tomorrow, Christmas Day, Christmas Alex Day. is working. Yep. So, you know, I, he's, he needs the love, everybody. He's out there working hard for you people. Because America, you know, we don't close shit down here. We no. have to keep shit open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have to keep our targets, our Walmarts, our improvisation, our improvisation clubs open. So um, did I say thank you to Kristen Hoover? Thank you, Kristen Hoover. I did. I think I did. Thank you for your card. Thank you all. Hey, everyone. I wanted to do my uh, a Christmas good deed for my d- dear friend, Joe, who started his own clothing line. He's a surfer down in Orange County and a big time great surfer. And he started a surf line of clothes. And I got to tell you, he showed it to me the other day and it's really cool stuff. It's called Country Club Surf Club. At, that's the website, countryclubsurfclub.com. And he's got a bunch of cool hats and jackets and shirts and it's all made from fine quality cottons and, uh, and, and the fonts are cool. It's like cool stuff. If you have kids or yourself, if you're into that surf life, he's got cool hats. You want anyone to look cool, I highly recommend going to countrycubsurfclub.com. Talk to my friend Joe. He'll hook you up with whatever you want. He's got cool colors. Like I said, the cotton's great. Everything about it is cool. Check it out. Country Club Surf Club. It's real cool shit. And I'm going to be wearing it. We're going to get some for Alex and both of us will be wearing it on our Instagram. Check out his Instagram. It's at countrycubsurfclub.com and go buy his stuff. It's reasonably priced. It's fun. And I'm helping a friend out. We're doing a good deed here for Christmas. Countryclubsurfclub.com. Check it out and post pictures on my Facebook of you wearing it. Thanks. Bye. Merry Christmas, young lady. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's great. Really you've been a good girl this year. I have. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, you're pretty right? good. Yeah, it is. It's fine. That's not uh, good. Extra yeah. good. Uh, I think so. I think <laughs> yeah, I've been extra good. Yeah. I guess you deserve an extra special present then. Oh well, the, yeah. I sure. Why don't you come over here? Okay. Sit well. on my lap. Uh, okay, no problem. I'm standing. Yeah, I'm here. Don't be shy. I'm not shy. I'm just. I went by. I didn't think you oh, would. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well, that's strange. There you go. Thank you. Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. Oh, well, I think I got everything I need, actually. I don't really need much. You could save your money, but I appreciate Uh, that. It's very special. What? Wow. Yeah. That really is special. Have you seen this Kevin's face? You think he does like his character. It's very strange. I'm not too sure about that. No, I'm not sure about it either. It's very strange. How good did you say you've been? How I've been very good. I said that already. We talked about this. I guess you have been extra, extra good this year. Yeah, I you keep saying that, but anyway, back to this Kevin Spacey thing. He does like a video. Oh, you see, this is not going to work if you talk and Um, I talk. Okay. I see you brought a present for me too. I did. Well, that somebody told me it was that kind of. of Yeah, it was a party, a Christmas party. So I brought. Yeah, you unwrap it. Go ahead. Yeah. Why don't you undo your top for me? Uh, well, okay. I didn't realize it was that kind of party, but yeah, okay. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. Oh my God. All right. Hang on a second. everybody. I have to stop. I, this is, that is a new, that is the latest from, what do they call this? Quinn? Quinn. Remember a few weeks ago when we did this porn, this, porn this podcast. audio porn podcast. And I, I had, I said, Alex, I said, there must be a Christmas version of, of this, these Quinn podcasts. And this is, that was the one. If anybody wants to go tonight, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're a single gal or guy like this, like the guy who's posted with his cat on his Christmas card tonight, go 
after you unwrap your gifts, go listen to Quinn. That one is called Santa Claus is Coming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G nice. to town. And uh, and and that was him. And you want to hear what it... I didn't get to... And now just... Here's another one. Hold on. Let's, let's try this one. This is, this is another Christmas one. Yeah. Hold on. What do you think? I was thinking maybe you get off of work can meet me at a bar. Okay. Yeah. It's no problem. Yeah. I'll be wearing my new low cut dress. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it's a, nothing under it. Oh, it's a little cool out. I mean, it's actually cold. And I'm thinking maybe. I don't know if that's a good idea. You might want to get, you have, some, you have some thicker, like a, a legging. A toy and, and pass it to you at the bar, like a toys for vibrator. like a tot, toys for tots that I'm having. A, yeah, I think having the thing at the bar, you leaving a little box, and the Marines course. will come and get it and give it to like a, a little Mexican kid. That's perfect. That's actually sweet of you. Drinking martinis. Okay, yeah, we'll have a martini. That sounds fun. This is a great Christmas idea. Slide your hands uh, what? under my dress. Oh, yeah, but it works. And slide them up my leg. Okay, yeah, up my thigh. Right. Maybe tease me a little bit. Uh, yeah, but I, but I feel like we're at the bar, and so. Yeah. I'll uncross my legs for you. Okay. This is straight because I was just going to go take you to Buffalo Wild Wings and it's this, it. it's very well laid. I don't know if this is the best clit. place to do this. Oh, uh, excuse me now? What? While we're uh, drinking at the bar. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy know. a drink as With, much as the next person, but I, I think I you should put your clit away, young lady. This is Christmas time. We are not. Try to keep a straight face, but. <laughs> oh, trying I to keep a straight I'm face sorry. over I here. I can't get enough of these. They are the greatest. This fucking thing is amazing. I can't believe we found this like a month ago. It was the greatest discovery we've ever made on the Cover to Cover podcast. This Quinn website. Now I just signed up because I wanted to get more video, more audio, whatever it's considered. Content, and, uh, content, so, content. Yeah, so now I'm, 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 and then I heard Howard Stern. Do the same bit we did a month ago. Howard did it like two nights ago, two days ago on the show. Howard did a couple of Quinn videos and like had a and, and talk to him. with them as as we did. So there's a there's there was a those were both Christmas Quins, uh, which I found absolutely fascinating. I almost wanted to see how uh, how the one with the English Santa was going to end, <laughs> but it seemed like I, I was like getting on his lap. And he was, he was getting a little pervy, a little too pervy. I didn't like his yeah. voice. I didn't, I wasn't into his voice. He was Santa in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yes. Alex is confused. <laughs> Hang on. I got to tell Alex is confused by the fake Quinn. I believe he was playing Santa, the role of Santa. Oh, because yeah. I told you the, the title of it was Santa he Claus sound- is coming to town. Oh, he didn't See sound you- very jolly at all. Though. No, he, yeah. He that didn't. sounded more like mall Santa is coming to town. It was like some English mall Santa. Yeah. Who was about to finger me, my asshole because when I was just on his lap, mm-hmm. just trying to have a guy, you know, I just showed up at the party looking for a good time. I didn't know this guy was going to get all fucking pervy and start fingering my, my asshole. Uh, so because we were here on Christmas Eve and, you know, I tried to make it, I tried to make this into a party for Alex and myself. Cause like I said, Alex has to work. Uh, I'll be traveling. Uh, did you hear that? Right <laughs> did you there? just use a pen? I did. Well, I couldn't get it with oh. my, 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 my no fingernails. So I opened it. That was a, uh, I brought for your listening pleasure. I brought white claws for Alex and I to drink during our Christmas day cover cover special. I brought a, a big one. This is the uh, big old ruby yeah, grape fruit. This is a twelve one pint, gigantic. I bought a Seven Eleven on the way here. It oh, and it's a spiked sparkling water. We all know White Claw, and it's the ruby grapefruit version. I'm going to give it a try right now. Mm. Oh my god! 
I have to tell you, this is not bad. It's not I bad. Know I've had Let me before. get that other one. I've had him before. Here you go. Alex. It's pretty cold. You guys are hearing my Alex, first, uh, my Alex, first this ever. Is Alex's first foray into White Claw. We know we we've we've put it on the map here on the podcast. Ruby grapefruit. And we figured, why not have a fun time with it? Uh, Alex has to work tonight over at the Improv. Why not? Why get not him get a pint of malt liquor or whatever <laughs> this is considered? It is a uh, sparkling, spike sparkling water. Come on, that's not bad. That's actually better than most of the drinks most you get drinks, anywhere. That's what I'm saying. And it's only five, five, oh, five percent alcohol, which is basically a beer. It's got three grams of sugar, and it's 170 calories. Oh, no wonder you gals were Dude. fucking down in this shit like How? it was going out of style this summer. What Hot percent is this? Summer? How five percent alcohol? That's a beer, basically. Yeah, but refreshing. I am loving every minute of that. Yeah. Oh, put on another, bring that back, bring back that English Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm ready to suck this guy's cock. Oh, oi, you're welcome. Yeah. Oi, <laughs> no, oi my you're... name is Santa Claus. I, I don't know. Alex turned into a fucking pirate and he's going <laughs> to, but that was, that. those are amazing. That was my British I, Santa. I, I highly recommend signing up for the Quinn. You, it, it says it's free. I just signed up for it now. I'm on it. But now. What does that mean? Like I just sit there. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Chris's new foray into cameo is going to be if you forward him fifty dollars, sit there and talk dirty to you over. Yeah, record you over Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> That's so. I, I'm fascinated by this. And then oh, Alex yeah. found another one. Alex, are you doing so? Have <laughs> yeah, I'll Alex, pull is it it, I, I don't, this is on Quinn as well. These, this is one you don't have to necessarily. You you don't have to have a, a, a dialogue with. This one is just. An elderly English woman like Judy Dench, like reading dirty books, right? She's just reading dirty shit. But I want to get to where it gets real dirty. Like that girl, she, this, she started saying clit, which that's the first time I've heard him go real dirty. That's the I, first time. Yeah. I want to, I want to know how, how hardcore the English guy was going to get. He like seemed a, like he was going to go way Yeah, he too was far. about to start getting real hardcore. So this is, what was this? Uh, Christmas at Waterloo Station. What, Christmas, that this sounds is, like a, a World War II movie. Christmas at Waterloo Station. Okay, so here's Judy Dench. By on the net. It's not really Judy Dench, but it does sound like her. This actually, she's doing this on camera. Can we fast forward to get to where it gets real dirty? Like, can we get to like get a into it? Mid 30s. Backpack. Like, ha- last this sounds like it's going to be very timid. Like, and then she took off her knickers. Okay, so we're. Uh, he began to massage her. We're 60% in. Oh, 60. Oh, let's hear what 60% in is. We're going out to. So if you got a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to, we can't wait to listen to your podcast on Christmas day with the family. Well, <laughs> then we fucked that one up, didn't we? Uh, enjoy grandma's clit, everybody. Uh, that's too bad. Why'd you do that? Believing if he did it well enough, she wouldn't leave. That never happened. She stayed. Oh, haven't made love since. I see. When you making, this isn't this is making love. That's no fun. <laughs> this isn't what we Wait, go back to that fucking dirty Englishman talking about he was gonna start fucking. He wasn't he wasn't gonna do uh anyway, that's that's another one that I that I just find fascinating is that Quinn. Thank you for putting up with that. Oh, uh, the, and these are the, the, the Christmas stories of, of the day. I but hope you guys are all having a wonderful Christmas. I think uh, I think it's important also to remember that that young lady was gonna donate toys. You know, yeah, like she said, bring a toy to the bar, which that's toy that's drive, a, a toy drive. And it's a nice thing to do for yeah. you underprivileged children. So uh, this fella shows up. That's the scenario. Uh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Alice, because now this fella shows up to the bar with a toy for a child. And this just broads like, OK, thanks for bringing the toy. But could you have about getting on that clit for a little while while you're having your martini? 
And the guy, like, he's like, I brought a Target like, gift uh, card. Excuse me, uh, I didn't think it was this kind of party. I, now I noticed you wore a low cut top on a freezing cold December evening, which isn't. That's your bad. That's your bad. We're high on pink grapefruits here, people. We gotta, we gotta, we'll be going off for a little while I'm, longer. I'm jacked both, up on the both, claw. Both Alex and I, we have a pint of uh, pink grapefruit to get through. And it's, yeah, it was good the first three sips. Now it's, is it yeah. noon? Yeah. Yeah. Is it we're, noon? We're, we're halfway through. What do you, uh, what do you, what do you want for Christmas this year? Well, I don't really need anything. Um, what I got, what I got from, uh, from the people this year, uh, I got some ninety-nine cent store gift cards, which I thought was very sweet of uh, of some people. I got a ten dollar ninety-nine cent. That's ten items. You understand that ninety-nine cents, ten. But then again, at the ninety-nine cent store, I must admit there are some things that are higher than ninety-nine cents now. It used to be strictly ninety-nine cents. Now you can get items as high as five, six dollars there. Uh, if you get like an a what we call blue chip item, you know, one of the blue chip toys. One of the premium premium, premium goods. Items. Yeah, that can go, uh, go as high as five or six dollars. But so there's a uh, there's things like that. Um, and, and so I, well, I got a bunch of stuff. I got nice things from people. Oh, people gave me nice stuff. Did you already do everything with the family? Uh, no. Oh, you're that's, having. That's, that's tonight. That's tomorrow. Then I fly back to New York uh, on, on Christmas night, about 10 o'clock. I land at 26. I'm in the Hamptons for a little Christmas with the family on the 26th, head up the 27th to do a show in Pennsylvania at the uh, Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We're expecting eight people. So that's Ooh. exciting. I'm glad I'm traveling across the country and driving five hours to get there for eight. Uh, we're expecting eight, eight to 10, eight to 10 people at this. Uh, Cause I haven't heard one person mention it except for uh, one person on the, so, you know, I, I know we've said it time and time again on this podcast, but the, 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 the reason I do it is to get people to um, come to shows and it's it's not doesn't necessarily seem to be working. I just did Minneapolis, Minnesota for by the way, I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it, there was a quite a few cover to cover people, and it was very nice to meet everybody. Uh, not enough, but a few. And I, I so I was in, it's in the Mall of America, and you stay at a hotel that's attached to the Mall of America. It's called the Sheridan Blue, very nice hotel. And then you're in the Mall of America for basically three days. Now, when I say Mall of America, many of you are probably thinking that must be some kind of crazy mall. It's every mall. It looks like every other mall. It's got a, except for the fact that it has a bit of an amusement park inside the mall. Uh, Is it still the biggest mall in America? I know I at one point. I think it could be, but it's got the same stores every mall has. Anyway, I was shocked by the fact that every store I was walking into, you know, your gaps, you've been out of Publix, all your stores are in there. Every one of them was like 75% off everything in the store. So I was like, how are these places making any fucking money? If you're knocking 75% off a, a sweater at the Gap, which probably started at $49.99, now it's $10. Uh, or if, how is anybody making any money? There's, so what was the markup on that sweater to begin with that they could not, now knock off 75% and still turn some sort of profit? I think... Uh I this think, is fast fashion. Remember one of our yeah. first podcasts we talked about fast fashion ruining ruining the world and 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 the and the earth because I don't know if, another thing I've noticed is I used to get like cotton t-shirts. That's what I like to wear Alex when I when I go to 100% bed. or 50/50. Well, that's the problem. You can't find 100% anymore because they put synthetics in them because mm -hmm. so they stretch and shit and then it doesn't it, you know, now it's floating around the ocean choking a fucking sea turtle because there's synthetics when it used to just rot in the in the street but not anymore. No. So these are the problems that I deal with on a daily basis. 
Because I like to get a, I get, I get a t-shirt, Alex. I don't know if you know this about me, but I get the ones that fit me best. I find are uh, they're called George G- George, just like the name George, and they are sold at Walmart. Oh, those are the good ones. White George t-shirts. I love them. A medium size. Medium. Nothing sounds whiter than a George. It's t-shirt. a George t-shirt, strict, flat white. They're three bucks a piece. I love them. Uh, I don't. Large is too big. They because they're made for you know Americans. So so large is fucking for fat people. Uh, like big Americans are. You need gigantic. one of those European larges. Yeah. So I I do I do a medium, and that fits me perfectly. Mm-hmm. It, it accentuates each and every uh, you know part of my body, and uh, I love that. I love the George. Three dollar Walmart shirts, but they're probably ruining the world. Probably now they that's fast very, fashion. They feel, they feel, they feel very. <laughs> you want to talk about to fast fashion? Somebody made this. Yeah, it was shipped. It was that the cashier works at the store's got to get paid. Well, this whole chain of people have to be paid a, a decent wage in most cases. So the only way they get paid is if that sweater makes a profit. So. It is making some sort of profit because the cashier is getting paid. The guy who drove the things there is getting paid. The guy who sold it's getting well. The guy who sold it's getting paid nothing. But you know the trucker and the fucking. I believe cashier, you mean child. The right, child whoever, is it? But that's why they do it over in those places because they can't otherwise. Yeah. It doesn't work financially. A, I don't. I'm not against this it. This is though. the most boring conversation yeah. we've ever had. But I agree with all. I I would sit and talk with you about this forever, Alex. Yeah, but, but we, we gotta, have to entertain these people. It's Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. These people are sitting around. With their families, they're right unwrapping. Now. Unwrapping. They probably already unwrapped. I hope they're not listening to it while they're unwrapping because we just went a little dirty with the with the uh, uh, yeah, Quinn um, videos. And you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't because you know you if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, you know we gotta- this can go a- any different direction. You know, New York uh, City was just voted, uh, just voted um, the uh, nastiest, uh, rudest city in the nation, New York. New Yorkers are the rudest in the nation. Thirty-four uh, percent of Americans think New Yorkers are are the least polite. I don't. As a guy, I'm from New York, uh, born and raised in New York. I don't live there anymore, and I haven't for quite some time. I live in Los Angeles, but I go back to New York a lot. I stay in New York City. I stay in Long Island. I don't d- agree with this. I don't think they are the rudest. I think. Um, I think that's the that's the that's the uh, stereotype. Oh yeah, of course they're rude. It's New Yorkers, fuck them. Uh, but I, I've been to other cities where I, I think LA is honestly far worse. You know, I'll tell you the best. I'll tell you the sweetest. I agree with that. I'll say the nicest fucking people I've ever met in my life. Salt Lake City, Utah. I know they're whatever you say they are. Whatever fucking weird shit they're into. You go into a Starbucks in Salt Lake City, Utah. They got a smile on their face. Hello. Hi. Nice to see you. How's your day? Anywhere you go to, there's nobody with a, you know, a sour puss on trying to ring up my George uh, t-shirt. They're loving every second of life over there. I love it. I want those people to be surround me at all times. You should move to Salt Lake. I think, honestly, Alex, every fucking day I think about not getting out of here, getting out of here. I don't need people screaming in my face, angry. And then people come back to New York. Fuck you, you people! You, you've been voted the worst place in the world. I'm going to uh, to Saudi Arabia with Army Hammer. We're gonna we're gonna take hundreds of thousands of dollars and Scott Disick. Now, when you pay these people all this money, like who the, who gives a fuck? Like, is there a person at this some Saudi prince 
going, wait a minute, is that Scott Disick from the the sixth lead of the Kardashians, the one nobody gives a fuck about, who's married to the one girl that she's the one of the Kardashians that's the least important, and she's he's the ex-husband of the least important Kardashian, who now, for some whatever reason, has a remodeling show. He remodels homes. I was like, what? Remodels homes? What does this fucking guy know about remodeling homes? And Scott Disick walks into a home and he goes, oh, we got to get rid of this. This He should walk into fucking this little um, this little Stormy's little Stormy's new spot. The place is a shithole. The kitchen looks like absolute garbage. They should send Scott Disick in there to fucking get a new refrigerator and dishwasher. All right. So you get invited to a Saudi Arabian music festival. Yeah. Who do you want to headline that festival? Oh, I mean. I mean, if they can afford music, Scott Disick. As you know. Oh, headline like music wise. Yeah, as you know, who would you who would you pay to go to Saudi Arabia to see? I mean, I'm I'm into like shit. You know, you guys know what I'm into. I mean, if if, if Gordon Lightfoot came and sang, <laughs> you know, the record of the Adam Fitzgerald and that sun, sundown, you better and if you'll find it, it's what if you give me four Gordon Lightfoot songs. I'm 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 in bed by ten. That's all I need. Throw in, have, here's my, here, here's my, 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 is if it's a festival, all right? Remember the one they did out in Coachella called uh, Old Cello at the Stones and the Who? Oh, wait, no. Like, but- oh, like last year they did the Stones, the Who, everybody. And that, that's more. So, but here's what I would want. I would like Gordon Lightfoot, James Taylor, uh, um, uh, Rod Stewart could come and do a set. Then uh, you close out the night with like a Billy Joel would Ooh. be perfect for me. And, uh, and, you know, uh, and Paul McCartney, like that's, that's perfect for me. That's a perfect night of music. I don't need worth the trip to Saudi uh, Arabia, you know, but if you want to really rock it out, I'll, I'll watch the Foo Fighters. I don't know anybody else who, who plays rock music anymore though, that's I, a good point. I, but I don't know, you know, I know Slayer just played a show at the forum and did you hear they retired? Loved, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying, but I was never into that type of music. I don't, I don't, they're fine if you're into it, but. So there is that world of rocking. There's the, the heavy shit is still yeah. alive and well. But there's like that middle of the road rocking is kind of gone. But I know Motley Crue just announced a new tour. They're coming back this summer. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, uh, uh, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts are doing a big stadium tour this summer. And if you don't think I'm going to fucking be there for that, you're wrong. Claws and They're hand. playing the show. Oh, they are playing Shea Stadium uh, back in New York, my New York home of the New York Mets, my team. And I'm probably going to go there to see this Poison show. And they're playing out here at the new, brand new uh, LA Ram Stadium. It's not even open oh. yet, but they're playing there. The Sophie uh, Arena, whatever it's called. It's that, it's gigantic and gorgeous. And Who's it named after? I think it's Sophie, Sophie like Bank Loans or something. Oh, okay. S-O-F-I. Mm. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, uh, that'll be opened by Taylor Swift. She's the, the opening uh, act at that uh, venue. It's opening in a couple of months, I think. I know I say it all the time. Th- I mean, thank God we're living in America. Thank God. Merry Christmas to everybody here in America because uh, here's a, here's another story. You know, these other countries, you're like, anyway, we did the story about the elephant of, of Osama bin Laden, the elephant attacking people. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, in a sec. Uh, this is um this is a story I just read. Uh, coconut wine, people they love it in the Philippines. Coconut wine, it's called uh, what do they call it? It's a festive coconut wine. They drink in the Philippines, um, and eleven people died from drinking poison uh, coconut wine. The poisoning in Laguna and Quezon, two provinces south of Manila, were the result of drinking uh, lambanog, a liquor made from coconut sap that can have an alcohol content as high as 40%, Ooh. higher than this white claw we're drinking. <clears throat> that it is. Uh, and, you know, so there's, because there's no kind of restrictions over there, FDA or whatever, 
everybody said, let's have a go. I don't know how Filipinos talk, but you know, every, every, my, my impressions. They're I could all, take a stab at it. Go if ahead. You like. Take a stab. Take a stab. <laughs> what, does, what is the drink called? Uh, it's called, uh, what the fuck was it called? It's something nog. Uh, oh, it's called Lambanog. Um, oh, this the beautiful Lambanog. That's not bad. Dude, That's I, not bad. I've spent some time in Filipino homes. Okay. Well, there you go. That's not bad. It's a beautiful glass of Lambanog. So anyway, so that's Alex doing his terrible Filipino <laughs> well, accent. That sounded like uh, I got it down. Sounded like that I, that English lady reading porno before. But anyway, so, so eleven. <laughs> so they had a, a bunch of drink. Everybody was drinking from this fucking tainted lambanog, and they it was coconut fucking wine. And eleven of them died. Three hundred sickened by shit wine. So now, because we've done terrible uh, elephant stories, you know, we've talked about Osama bin Laden killing people. Here's a nice one. I'm, I don't want to, you know, talk shit about elephants because they're nice. Uh, four elephants dressed as Santa Claus helped dole out presents to students in uh, Bangkok. The uh, the pat pachyderms and their riders visited the giraffe. Uh, oh fuck that word! Giraffe to school as part of the animal Christmas tradition. And every and the the so this the. They brought gifts to the kids and the kids were already probably terrified because, you know, six months before that, Osama bin Laden came to school and killed their parents. So they're like, here comes more elephants. No, 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 please, please. No more elephants, please. They came, they they crushed mommy, they crushed daddy. And now we don't need no more. No, no. These elephants are good. They're here for you to, to give you a gift. They give you, they give you a present. You like a gift? Sure. We like gift. Okay. Well, here you go. Give the gift, little child a gift from your, from your trunk, your trunk. Okay. Thank you. Give him the gift. Uh, the stupid elephant. And they slap him with a fucking rake in the face. Give the <laughs> gift. Oh, you think these elephants are enjoying this? Put on your Santa Claus hat again and give the little child your gift. Oh, thank you. What are those? Those are sandals for your feet. Oh, oh, thank you. Because I, I don't know if you, Santa Claus got my note. I asked for an iPad. Yeah, you fucking iPad. You think this fucking elephant's going to carry an iPad across the fucking desert for you, you little fuck? Those are sandals for your little crusty feet. Now, put on your sandals. <laughs> thank you, elephant. Okay, thank you. Oh, the elephant's talking. <laughs> It's always tricky when you do the elephant speak. But the elephant just talked. I don't know if you heard. Anyway, that's a nice elephant story, wasn't it? All right. Well, we're going to get through this, people. This is our Christmas episode, and we're fucking drinking, you know, grapefruit white claws. Give us a break, goddamn. We're working on Christmas Eve for you people. Give us a break. You think anyone's working? That's why there's no news stories. We're fucking talking about tainted coconut wine. Because the only people reporting yeah, anything right some, now are the Philippines. The Philippines. <laughs> they're, they're fucking drunk on coconut wine, writing stories about people dying. That's that's the best we can do for you. Give me a, let's try and get to, I hope you all get we'll play here. Here's a little Gordon Lightfoot and we'll, we'll talk over it. This is a fucking great song. I'm heading out to the Hamptons on Christmas night. That's where I'll be listening to shit like this. You going to Montauk? I'll be out in Montauk. Yeah. Montauk. Just for a night. Just for a night. Me and my brother are going to get some dinner at the Palm in West East Hampton. Uh, and then we're, uh, you know, I hope you people are having a good Christmas. I really do. We really do truly appreciate everything you've given us. For, we love all these cards and gifts and everything. It's been great. Thank you for coming to my shows. Um, and uh, thank you, Alex, for a good year. Thank Strong you. Strong years. You know, Alex, as we've discussed many times on this show, Alex started out slow, started out slow, uh, got better. Then went into another fucking um, rut. Now he's back. He's fucking better than ever. You know, he's really 
delivering. He's got he got a lot of gifts. People gave him uh, most of these cards that were that were addressed to me were addressed to me and Alex. So it was the two of us. What we're going to do for you, uh, if you are on the Facebook page, oh, and if you're not, I highly recommend that you get on the Facebook page. It's a Facebook page we have for the cover to cover thing, and a lot of people get to chat on that Facebook page about the podcast and other things. So it's fun to be on there. Anyway, uh, Alex and I will be taking a picture after we uh, wrap up uh, taping this podcast of the two of us here with our white claws, and it'll be our Christmas gift to you. Alex and I, I, I bought a couple of items at the 99 cent store for us to wear and you'll be checking out that picture um, and you can write fun things underneath about how wonderful we are for giving you a Christmas episode uh, and that's Gordon Lightfoot for, are, you, are you familiar with rapper Blueface? You know Blueface? I do not know Blueface Well, uh, rapper Blueface made it rain on Monday uh, now he's weathering a storm of online controversy 22 year old rapper with a, his name real name is uh, Benjamin Franklin tattoo on his cheek uh, climbed atop a black SUV and started tossing loose bills from a bag of money at residents of the Skid Row neighborhood in downtown Los Angeles. A video documenting an unorthodox act of holiday charity is going viral on his official Twitter, racking up more than 234,000 views in less than 24 hours. The season of giving, he said, passerby of all ages are captured desperately scurrying for the cash in the clip. Some members of the hip hop community were quick to praise the performer, best known for his billboard charts, Theo T. Theotiana. Tatiana. Thot- oh, Tatiana. I should have. Yeah, you're right. Tatiana. <laughs> and, and respect my Crippen. Those are his two big hits. Uh, they say a lot of uh, about Blueface, but they never mention that he's one of the most generous rappers in the game. Well, obviously he is. He got obviously. on a fucking truck, a truck and threw dollar bills at homeless people. So a DJ Academics uh, tweeted that. He, that was a tweet from DJ Academics. He is humbly donating $50,000 to the less fortunate. Thank you, Blueface. No, seriously. Thank you, Blueface. Rap All-Stars also shared the viral clip commenting, Blueface pulled up in the hood and made it rain. But not everyone was impressed by the fleshy philanthropy with some accusing Blueface of humiliating the district's homeless population. There's a dreadful video I won't post it of rapper Blueface standing on a car throwing money at unhoused and underserved people. Actress, writer Pia Glenn wrote, I don't know who that is. Some might think that this is ball of shit, but I think it's demoralizing and humiliating. You know? Well, LBGQT activist John Paul expressed his take more succulently. Fucking idiot. You get the word. Succinctly. Succinctly. Thank you. That's the word I was saying. This is gross on so many levels. He said, I just went to that. Why did I even fucking try to do that word? I thought his fucking white claw is hitting me. I have to tell you, Blueface is camped and not immediately respond. Oh, Blueface. Oh, Blueface has a camp. camp. <laughs> yeah, he's got a camp. Oh my God. I fucking, well, I travel around just me in a middle seat on fucking American Airlines to get to Omaha, Nebraska. Blueface has $50,000 to throw it people in you know, tents. The, the, the fucking, he and he's got a camp. His camp didn't, has no response. Mike, you know, my camp has a response. You know, my camp says, fucking you're welcome, everybody, from coming in on Christmas Eve to to, uh, to give you people a show on a, on a day where nobody, the, the streets of Los Angeles are empty, flying around, given, given uh, there's no news. The people, the, the newspapers are empty because all the news reporters are off. So we're here for, so you guys can have something to unwrap your gifts to, give your children. I hope they, I hope they got what you want. I hope everyone got what they wanted. Hope you got, you know, jewelry or, or cars. I hope somebody got one of those. I see those commercials where he goes, honey, come here. And they look out the window and there's a fucking Mercedes Benz wrapped in a big white, you know, red bow. I, I hope you got that. I hope I don't know if that's ever happened in real life. 
I know somebody's going to write me. Having a me? My husband bought me a fucking man. And then don't give me some shit car. Yeah, but my husband bought me a Toyota Tercel. Big fucking deal. <laughs> I'll get you five of those. It's got to be good. Can't be a shit car. Don't put a bow on it. That that's nothing. How uh, <clears throat> it's probably more likely that bows get like ironically placed on a like a shit I would, car. I would imagine that's the case. <laughs> like a now. bow on yeah. a '92 Civic. Yeah. So I mean, you, so that's that's uh, Megan and Harry. Uh, they they released their uh, Christmas card with uh, with the little the little boy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar? No. What the fuck's his name? Uh, his name's not Harry, is it? Megan and Harry. Oh, with their son. Megan yes. and Harry. The Megan and Harry. The, yeah, oh, the, you speak of the royalty. Couple. The royalty. The royal. Do you know two other Megan and Harry? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Anyway, Archie is his name. Archie. They released their Christmas card with Archie. The two of them sitting back there, and Archie is uh is like forefront in the picture. It's a cute little picture, but it's kind of a blurry uh, Christmas card. But Archie's got his face right in the camera. Looks like a very cute little kid. And there they are, the two of them, uh, Harry and Meghan. You know, everyone knows. I've said it many times. Meghan Markle's a dear friend of mine. We worked together for many years at a restaurant here in Los Angeles, California. And uh, they are uh, are not participating in any of the royal uh, stuff this year. They are going to Canada, I believe, for the holidays. Black sheep and and not uh, not going to be a part of of any of the. I saw the little kid making um, the son of of William and Kate. He was making some, you know, shitty English pudding or something, which is a Christmas tradition. He was making figgy pudding and sitting there stirring it up and as everyone watched. It seems like a real uh, shitty way to live. I know people will be like, it's amazing. They're the queen. But it feels very uptight to me. It feels me. like you're living in a glass box yeah. that people watch, just know, for people this, to watch. This poor kid, like he's like, a, he's like a six-year-old kid. He's wearing like little knickers. And he's stirring figgy pudding in front of the, the old Queen Elizabeth. I'm like, this poor kid probably wants to just go play with the, you know, Xbox or something. And he got him making figgy pudding for the old fucking bitchy queen. <laughs> like, you're royalty. You have to behave. You're like, well, yeah. I don't have, I don't own people. I, I, know. I don't know anything about Why can't I be like an asshole shit. on Instagram yeah. like everyone else? Like Olivia Jade. She had a great year. Look at Olivia Jade. She's back, everybody. You know who's going to be at, next year? She'll be in Saudi Arabia at this fucking festival where I'm going to be as well. Kim Kardashian and her two kids, North and Saint, were spotted lunching Sunday at the Lay Avenue at Saks Fifth Avenue. I mean, this is, I mean, what a life these kids are leading. They get in their fucking big giant house, one Stormy gets. She's got North and Saint. I saw the Christmas card, their Christmas card with, um, with her and, and Kanye. I didn't realize they had so many kids. How many kids? I thought they had like one kid. They have like I four I thought they have kids. two. No, I think there's like four of them now. Man, I don't. Know. I'm so behind on on Kim Ye. Um, here's a here's a printed there. version in the New York Post today. They every year they do this. They print a version of "Twas the Night Before Christmas." It was uh, Clement Clark Moore was born in New York City in 1779, long before his death in 1984. Years later, established reputation as a scholar, a noted lecturer, and a writer. He also generously supported theological education, yet his life would merit little more than a footnote in New York's history, except for the one poem which he is remembered. Written for his children in 1822, it was first published in the Troy, New York Sentinel the next year. The poem was, of course, a visit from St. Nicholas the night before Christmas. Now, every year, my father would cut this out of the paper. This one that we're looking at right now. He would cut it out of the paper because this is before he could just Google shit. And he would uh, read it to my nephews, uh, little Eugene and Stephen. And... Uh, my nephews were probably very young at the time. They're a little older now, but he would read it to them and 
he would read it as if he was talking to uh, a few of his electric electrician brothers. You know, he wouldn't read it. He wouldn't soften it up for the kids. Uh, so it was always fascinating for me and my brothers to watch you. It was the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Children, listen. Li- li- ch- children, not a mouse was stirring. You know why these mouse weren't stirring? Didn't have a saleable skill in the marketplace. They, 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 didn't, they, they, they couldn't stir because they couldn't do anything. There was no stirring. They don't know how to stir. They don't have a skill. They need a skill. In hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. Well, hopefully St. Nicholas would be there. He, he, he hires these these elves and plays some slave wages. These are not union jobs. These are not good union jobs. It's elves. Mom in a kerchief and I in my cap. Kerchief was made in America. Made in America by U.S. hard union workers. Children. I'm not kidding. This is what my father would do every year. So that was. And we really were, hammered at home. Oh, he huh? hammered home. Yeah. Yeah. And on Dash on Dance. So we, I, didn't, I didn't realize how long this was. I'm reading it now. I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More ra- you, you're familiar with this poem, right, yeah. Alex? Uh, stump of a pipe he held on tight with it. Oh, this goes on and on. Okay, I'll, I'll read the end. Uh, and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up, the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh. This is when you guys could bring your kids back into the room and go, hey, everyone, gather around. Chris is reading um, Twas the Night Before Christmas on the Cover to Cover podcast. Okay, are you ready? Children, gather around, children. Come on, everyone. We have four elephants coming in. going to give you some gifts. Come on, elephants, come on in. You gonna bring the gifts to the children? What do you got for little Jimmy here? Oh, what does the elephant have for little Jimmy? Oh, he's got, what, is, what, is little, what are the kids like these days? We, we've talked about that. Uh, um, tramplings. No, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, not they. <laughs> oh, that's what? Wrong elephant. Oh, wrong, wrong elephant. elephant. No, right he's now. got like a, they like to fart. Remember, there's a lot of fart oh, machines. Yeah. yeah. Look, little Jimmy, the elephant brought you a fart machine. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round bed. Sounds like an Epstein party. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like if I just, if I sound like this, that English guy about uh, uh, that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. Why don't you take out your clitoris and let me put it on the shelf? Underneath. Your clitoris underneath. That's like that fucking guy from that thing we were just playing. Yeah. That audio porn. Soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. That's right, turned with a jerk. Jerked off that cock all over (laughs) your stockings, you little fox. This I'm doing, I'm doing Twas Night for Christmas mixed with audio porn, okay? And giving a nod up the chimney he rose, he sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and ran, and away they all flew, so like, a, like, it, like the down of a thistle. His but camp I, gave a whistle. But I, his camp gave a whistle as Blueface threw money in his face. <laughs> and Santa said, hey, Blueface, I have money. He's like, fuck you, motherfucker. I sang, what's his name of the song? What was that girl's name? His big hit. It was a girl's name. Oh, you man. said it. Oh, Tatiana. Yeah, Tatiana. Fuck you, real... motherfucker. I sang Tatiana. I'll throw money in your face if I want to. You've never heard of t- you never heard of Tatiana, motherfucker. Yeah, you heard of Michelle, my bell by the Beatles. You heard of Hey Jude by the Beatles. You heard of some beautiful. This is Tatiana, <laughs> and I wrote it. So I'll throw money in your face, oh, you homeless right, motherfucker. This is Tatiana. Actually, I had this it up. Is Tatiana. Yeah. Yeah. I... That's right. Oh, let's hear it. 
Yeah. He sprang to his sleigh. Him and Blue, Blueface was in his sleigh singing Tatiana. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night. Now I'm going to have Blueface throw money in your, in your faces. Thank you, Blueface. Is this Tatiana? This is Tatiana. What is Tatiana doing? Busting down, busting down. Break it shit down. I think she's helping him manufacture drugs. Oh, is that what it is? I think that's what break that shit down means. Uh, sometimes it means just the beat, like break down that beat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what these kids are talking about. I don't know, man. I do. Anyway, this white claw is 170 calories, three three grams of carbs, uh, made pure. It's a, it's a uh, we got a, like I said, ruby grapefruit. We're drinking a pint of it. That's 3.2 fluid ounces. Um, it's a spike sparkling water and it's fantastic. I don't know if you're drinking it in the winter still, Hey but man. I'm, I'm glad I bought this at 7-Eleven on the way there. And then I brought my nephew, they had a, they had chocolate at the counter at the, at the, uh, at the 7-Eleven I bought this from. They had chocolate shit at the counter. I had to buy it for my nephew. He would, first mm. of all, he loves two things, boop and, and chocolate. chocolate. And I mean, I, they had like just cho- chocolate turds that big, they look like, look like actual shit. And it was chocolate. And uh, and I asked the guy, the Indian guy behind Seven Eleven. Yeah, I said, "How much is it?" And he goes, "Four ninety nine. And, like, and then I said, "I'll take it." And he laughed. He thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> You're gonna buy shit for your baby? Oh, you fucking you white people are so funny. We have elephants to live sandals. You people buy shit, <laughs> chocolate shit. I we live in shit. You think it's funny to eat shit? You, it's not funny. To eat, we, I came across the country uh, to live in America, the land of opportunity, not to eat shit. For five dollars, you pay for shit. I make you shit right now if you want. You're fucking. So I, did I finish? Oh yeah, I, I, I finished the business of Saint Nick. All right, let's do, let, give us a letter. Read a Tatiana. We get the fuck out of here. Tatiana. Let's play some Tatiana. Tatiana. This is Blueface, everybody. If you're a homeless person, Blueface has fifty thousand dollars. He wants to throw at you this Christmas from the top of his um car. This was worth the amount of money to throw at homeless people. That's impressive. This is a sellable skill in the marketplace. I guess it is. That's our Christmas episode, everybody. We gave you a Christmas episode. We're going to get out of here with, a, I guess, let's let's try and find a Christmas song that, I don't know, we've, we've played a bunch. Um. It, it, uh, I don't know who has one. You know, we did Mariah Carey. We did we did Band Aid. Feed the world. We did. Uh, how about this one? How about it's a good one that I like. And, and uh, how about this Billy Squire? Billy Squire had a huge career for a little while. The Stroke, and he sang uh, so a lot of good songs. But his career kind of ended in uh, when he came out with a video in the eighties where he danced around his apartment. If you haven't seen this video, it's amazing. I forget the name of the song. Rock Me Tonight was the name of the song. And his career ended because everyone thought he was like this cool rocker. And then all of a sudden he starts dancing in this video. And he was the worst, like little, you know, little queeny dancer. And everyone was like, oh, he's not the rocker we thought he was. And his career was kind of over because he danced to Rock Me Tonight on, on in his apartment in 1983. So we're going to give you Billy Squire's Christmas song, which we'll go out on this one. Merry Christmas, everybody. We've had a great year over here, cover to cover. Perfect. Thank you, Alex. 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the love we've gotten over the over the year. Thank you for all the gifts you've sent us for Christmas. We're gonna have a great time. I'm gonna be able to go to the 99 cent store and buy 10 items. Alex is gonna get to Chipotle. He's got banana bread. He's got a book from Jeff Cialetti. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, he's got a, 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 a C's candy. Ooh, he's got oh, a ten dollar bill. He's got it. Do you eat candy, or is it you think it's oh. a government conspiracy to fill kids with sugar? No, I have a sugar addiction. The oh, government addicted me already. Oh, good. good. They already got you. <laughs> they got so me already. They're hooked. Well, that's it, everybody. We are going to take a picture. We're going to put it on the Facebook page. We're going to need that picture. We want you to just fill it with fucking love for the two of us. Um, I went out and spent $4 at the 99 cent store on the items that I will use in this picture. Thank you for all the cameos. I got a ton of cameos for you people, and I had a blast doing them. Uh, we are going to continue with this podcast in 2020. We're going to make it as good as we possibly can. We deal with technical issues from time to time over at this little shack we do it in, and we're doing the best we fucking can. We've delivered many things to you over the year, we've, and now we've delivered you know, audio porn. Nobody knew about audio porn before no. I delivered it to the world, and I'm the first. So when you start hearing everybody else do it, you know what? You, you heard it here first. Tell Howard Stern you heard it here first. Anyway, everyone, thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll be back again to wish you all a great 2020. And uh, that's it. Thanks, Billy Squire. Let's fucking go turn it up a little bit, Alex. I hope the elephants brought your children all the things they wanted. I hope this guy who gave us his Christmas card with him and Neiman Marcus. I hope him and Neiman Marcus have a great Christmas. Here he is. His name is uh, it's uh, Will Will Carter. Will Carter. Thank you, William Carter. I hope you, you and Neiman Marcus have fun. Billy Squire is going to take us out, everyone. Merry Christmas. We love you. Thanks, Kevin Spacey, for opening us up with a weird message. Looking forward to next year if you're not in jail. It is a time to say I love you, and I love you. And it's, that's not the White Claw talking. That is not the White Claw talking. Yes, everyone. Merry Christmas. Thanks, cover to cover people. We love you. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.